The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And broadcasting aboard the Celebrity Solstice in the Gulf of Mexico, I'm Doug Parker. Wish you were here, Matt. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Also, sign up for our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cruiseradio. You can see all the pictures. I've been uploading all week long aboard this amazing ship. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. A little jealous that you're on uh, one of my favorite ships. But I know you're having a great time. you got a lot of uh, exciting interviews lined up with a lot of crew. They're very important crew members, I know, and also uh, some passengers. So th- this will be a good show. And Matt, one more thing, too. The captain actually let us come up here with our cameras and video equipment so you can check all the pictures out of the bridge, how they operate the equipment, the computers, the gauges, the steering wheels, all the joysticks up here. Check it all out on our Facebook page, Last Cruise Radio. Right now, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joins us. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Jealous that you're on the solstice with Doug. Uh, no, I'm actually quite thankful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's one of my favorite ships. I love that ship. The, the ships are absolutely outrageous. And, uh, I know I know. Doug is having a good time, but my big question is whether or not Solstice will be the same after a week with Doug on board. Certainly not. I know he's got a lot of interviews lined up, so uh, we look forward to all that. Speaking of celebrities' new ships, the Eclipse is out, but it won't be down here until uh, November. Is that right? Yeah. Right now, it's uh, sailing in the Mediterranean out of Civita Vecchia, which is the port for Rome. And uh, it does its uh, transatlantic on October the uh, 31st, yeah. Halloween. Mm-hmm. And um, that should be a nice cruise. And uh, she actually uh, starts doing uh, two uh, kick-the-tires uh, introductory cruises on the 13th of November, uh, so it'd be the 13th and uh, the 15th, 15th to the 17th, and then uh, you know she'll do a, a short cruise and then begin her seven-day alternating Eastern and Western Caribbean out of Miami. Hopefully, we'll be uh, on that ship soon when it comes down here. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. I know it's gonna be packed because a lot of people that were supposed to be on back in April uh, couldn't go because of the uh, disruption from the eruption right. of <laughs> the Icelandic uh, volcano. Right. So it'll be nice to see her. Thanks, Stuart. Sheeran, the cruise guy, who is going to be back later in the show with some hot deals. So we're here on the bridge of the Celebrity Solstice with Captain Dimitros Kafajis. I said that correctly? Very correct. Captain, welcome to Cruise Radio. Nice to be here. <laughs> On the bridge. I, yes, on the bridge. It's like, uh, your second home. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, you uh, started sailing at a very young age. Could you give us a little background? How did you get from um, just, just a teenager growing up to being the captain of this uh, magnificent vessel? Uh, actually, my father was uh, a ship supply agent, agent and uh, when we were young, he used to take us uh, to cruise ships 
for uh, ship supply deliveries and then we had lunch on board and uh, by then uh, I was uh, fascinated uh, with the whole atmosphere and uh, to be quite honest I had the tendency to, to travel since I was a baby, uh, like I was lost many times just walking away from home and then the police would bring me back. Oh, wow. And my father, my mother had it also almost for granted that I would uh, uh, travel in uh, some sort, uh, either like uh, ships, uh, trains, airplanes, uh, one way or another. What kind of ranks do you get from being an ordinary p- person to a captain of a ship? Uh, is there a schooling to go to? Yeah. Uh, straight after uh, high school, uh, you go to college. Mercer Marine College, and then uh, from there, it's four years, mm-hmm. and from there, you need uh, one year to become a second officer of sea service, and then my time was four years of sea service mm-hmm. to become a chief officer, and then another four years of sea service to become a captain. So every time you have four years of sea service, which mm-hmm. might take you six years to accomplish, eight years to accomplish, it has to be four years at seas. Gotcha. Uh, then you have to go back to college for a semester, and through exams, you upgrade your certificate, to your, your diploma, from captain's class C to captain's class B and captain class A, which is for all categories of vessels. We all know that the captain is in charge of the vessel overall, but what are your general responsibilities up here in the bridge on arrivals and uh, departures? The captain is, uh, above all, is the ship owner's representative on board the ship. And it is not considered crew by the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's responsible overall on everything on board the ship, including the souls and all kind of machinery and materials on board. Now, on a, on a bridge kind of responsibilities is uh, the overall safety of the vessel. Safe approaches, safe departures, sailings, and being able to make all kind of uh, safe and sane decisions in regards with the vessel and the souls on board. During a typical departure or sailing, how many personnel do you have up here on the bridge with you? Uh, it would be myself, the second in command, the staff captain, the safety officer, which is the senior chief officer, third in command, one chief officer navigator, one second officer navigator, two sailors, one cadet, and the pilot. The pilot is a compulsory navigational aid to the bridge team on every port and mainly will advise you of any kind of changes in the port that you might not be aware of or might not be published in the mariners, mm-hmm. notice of mariners yet, and also will be the person responsible for communicating with other vessels in the vicinity about traffic and such. Whenever you watch movies like the, the Titanic, the bridge looks totally different back then than how it looks now. It's all nothing but a big big computer, it seems. Now, how has technology changed from whenever you first started sailing to uh, 2010? Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> the last 20 years, we have not discovered any kind of new land. <laughs> that that proves us that the accuracy of the instruments we are using now are a little better than the older days. So I will say we have come a long way and electronics have uh, helped us with the accurate ship's position uh, to fit. And uh, this vessel is equipped with the last world of technology of today's. Be honest, you're still reading the owner's manuals to a lot of it, right? No, uh, no. but uh, every year the company spends uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to upgrade us 
and bring us up to speed uh, in regards with certain electronics or different uh, software that we are using and requires every one of us to be qualified and certified on the new software. How are you able to parallel park a ship uh, this size without any assistance from any tugboats? Uh, before I became a captain, I have worked uh, for three years as a taxi driver in New York. And I, <laughs> and I sort of built the ability of parallel parking and stop and start almost at any point while driving. No, just kidding. Uh, the vessel is equipped with uh, two azipod propellers and uh, three ball thrusters, which allows you to perform maneuvers as such parallel parking on a pier with uh, winds and uh, weather forces up to 35 knots okay. vertically pushing the vessel. That's our safety limit. Now from there and above, you can use a little bit uh, some tricks that we have uh, on our back pocket. And of course, uh, the last resort is a tugboat. What is an azipod exactly? If you can imagine a propeller, that the propeller rotates 360 around the azipod axle, and then this is attached to a vessel with another axle that allows the whole azipod to turn 360. So an azipod can pivot 360 degrees and it serves as both your propeller and rudder? Okay. Susan from Topeka asks, how far can a ship go on a tank of gas? It depends the tank of gas. <laughs> like hair car kind of gas? Probably 60 feet. <laughs> and let's see, we have one more here from Matt in Brooklyn, New York. He wants to know, uh, Captain, what's the roughest weather you've ever been in? The roughest weather I've ever been, wow, was when I said my wife that uh, she looks older than she is. <laughs> that was some rough weather, all right? <laughs> uh, actually, oh, when we brought out the Infinity, uh, uh, we have faced uh, approximately 45 feet of waves. Wow. Yeah, that was the roughest weather I've ever seen. He is the captain aboard the Celebrity Solstice. Let's see if I don't mess this up. Dimitrios... Cafages. That's pretty much right. And he does a little more than just host cocktail parties and um, captain's dinners. He is the captain of this vessel. Thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you. Each episode, we feature Porthole Cruise Magazine's Picks of the Week. This week's Porthole Pick goes out to anyone getting ready to cruise from or call on the beautiful city of Montreal. Located at 536 Duluth East is a restaurant called, uh, I'm sorry, how do you say it? Hotel de Cochon. Au pied de cochon. Mm-hmm. Ah, merci. Thank you so much. Bédicois. Travel Channel host Anthony Bourdain calls it one of his favorite restaurants in the world. The eatery specializes in foie gras, duck, pig, bison, and other meats, so don't be scared when the locals recommend the tarragon bison tongue, duck in a can, or stuffed pig's foot with foie gras. The small restaurant is packed six nights a week, so definitely make reservations well in advance. And trust us about the address, because you won't find a sign on the exterior door of this nondescript but worth finding restaurant. For more info, go to restaurant. You know what? I should just spell it, quite frankly. That's restaurant A U P I E D D E C O C H O N dot C A. Oh, man. Vibra mi mente al pensar en la posibilidad de encontrar un A 
Okay, we want to test your cruise ship knowledge. What is an azipod? What is a what? Azipod. Azipod. Uh, you're, you're asking Damn. the most <laughs> and, and retarded technologist person in the world. I have no clue. <laughs> okay, what is an azipod? Azipod sounds like an animal to me. Welcome to Celebrity Life. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. So we're here aboard the Celebrity Solstice. I'm with Cruise Director Lisa Richard. Lisa, welcome to Cruise Radio. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. They've definitely picked the right woman for the job. You... You've done the business world, you've done Broadway, Vegas, you've owned your own production company. I guess start us back to the dairy farm back in New York to, to this point right now. Well, you know, that's a long way back. Uh, maybe we can shorten it a little bit um, to when I decided I wanted to be a cruise director. Yes, I had a 20-year business career, most of it working for the large company Toshiba. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I decided to become a singer, sort of as a midlife crisis. Uh-huh. And uh, when I was done with that, I, I wanted to find something that I could take my business background and combine it with performance. And I saw an ad as I was sort of surfing the Internet uh, for a cruise director. It was actually for a different cruise line. Okay. And I thought, ooh, that would be interesting. That looks like a really good mix. So I, I researched all the cruise lines. And uh, I only sent one resume. I sent it to Celebrity. I knew that was where I wanted to work. Wow. So, yeah. And they called me 24 hours later, which was great. So, lucky for both of us, it worked out well. And you were on Broadway and did Vegas shows, and that was Mamma Mia? I actually never did uh, the New York company of Mamma Mia. I was in the first national Broadway tour, which played major cities uh, for about three months. So, I did Chicago and Boston and Philly, and that was a great experience. And then they sent me to Las Vegas, and I did it at the Mandalay Bay for quite a few years. It was great. That is so cool. And who, who did you play on there? Well, you know, I started, talk about uh, uh, Bath by Fire, I started by understudying all three of the older ladies in the show. So, oh. I did Tanya, Donna, and Rosie. And I, I actually had weeks with the show where I did all three in one week. Oh, wow. So talk about learning how to <laughs> perform in a Broadway musical. And then I was lucky enough in Las Vegas to do um, over 200 performances as Donna. Has your, your experience on Broadway and stuff, has that helped you parlay into being a cruise director? Well, you're comfortable on stage. The cruise director is constantly on stage, hosting events, uh, being there for the theater shows. And uh, if you're used to that and used to performing, it's comfortable. For me, I also like to um, throw a little of the singing in. I always sing for the guests at Welcome Aboard. And then if the guests like my singing, which uh, luckily sometimes they do, Mm -hmm. Uh, then I'll sing for them again in the cruise. So it's just a nice added element of uh, entertainment in addition to the almost 90 people that I manage on board, which is the business side. Can we expect any songs from Mamma Mia on this voyage? Uh, A lot of people have asked, uh, so I think I'll be singing from Mamma Mia uh, for the last night of the cruise in the theater. The guest enhancement programs on board here, uh, you experience celebrity life. Could you talk to us a little bit about the enhancement programs we have on board here? As you and your listeners know, Celebrity is known for being a high-end premium cruise line. And what we have done is we created what we call Celebrity Life. These are uh, memorable and fun and very cool events that are not necessarily typical to what you'd get on a normal cruise ship. For example, we do a star chef cooking show, which is like Iron Chef. We actually build kitchens on the stage of the theater. 
And our executive chef brings two of his senior sous chefs, and they're going to have a battle, and guests get to cook with them. Or uh, you get to sit in, in our Celebrity Central and, and have our executive chef teach you how to make his favorite recipe for mm-hmm. Greek meatballs. Right. Uh, also later in the cruise, our officers, including our captain, are going to play pool volleyball against the guests. Oh. I mean, these are unusual things that set celebrity apart, and that's what celebrity life is all about. As far as entertainment goes on the vessel, as far as plays and shows, I went and saw uh, Solstice the Show uh, a couple of nights ago, and it kind of reminded me of Cats meets Avatar meets Cirque. <laughs> well, what is that show supposed to be about? You know, it's, uh, it's really a, a dream journey. It's okay. not supposed to be a plot. But, you know, most Cirque-style shows are like that. Right. It's about being dazzled and amazed and intrigued rather than telling you a story. Right. But very effective, I think. The guests really, really enjoy Solstice the Show. Very cool. Now, I notice you have the iLounge on board here, which is mostly Apple products. And you can actually purchase some Apple products here or even take a guided art tour from one of the iPads uh, at the guest relations desk. Are, are guests liking that? Are they digging the whole uh, iPad thing on board? Oh, absolutely. The art tour is very popular. And the classes particularly about iPhone, mm-hmm. iTunes, and the hidden tips and tricks are very popular. But again, you know, it's not about making this something that every guest is going to want right. to utilize. It's about making sure that there's something for everyone. Right. You know, you're not going to necessarily have 400 people go to an iTunes class, right. but the people who do go get a great deal out of it. And that's what it's about, lots of choices. What's your favorite part of being a cruise director? Uh, being around the people. Uh, I get to meet so I get I meet three thousand people every right. cruise, and where else in the world do you get to have that opportunity, to and from all over the world as well. And I love uh, going to the various ports. I'd never been to Alaska, uh-huh. even though I'd been in every other fifty states before I was on the Millennium mm-hmm. a few months ago. So it's a great job. She is the cruise director aboard the Celebrity Solstice, Lisa Richard. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you, and uh, thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin. Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising We're here with Susan Richardson, hotel director aboard the Celebrity Solstice, all the way from the UK. Susan, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. You have been with Celebrity since 1988? As a matter of fact, I joined Royal Caribbean, which is our sister company back in 1988. And um, I joined Celebrity just about a year and a half ago. A lot of folks, listeners, may think that 
A hotel director's job only entails the lodging side, but、uh, what actually does a hotel director? What does your job actually entail? Okay, well, the hotel director on board the ship、um, is very is very similar to that of a general manager of a hotel resort on land.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so I oversee、um, all of the what we call the internal departments on board. That would be the food and beverage, entertainment,、uh, housekeeping,、um, purchasing. And all of our revenue partners, which includes the casino, the gift shop, the beauty salon,、mm-hmm. um, etc. And we have a listener question from Joyce in Boston. You can always email your questions to comments at cruiseradio.net.、Uh, Joyce wants to know. So it seems the crew works twenty four seven. Do you ever get time off or ever get to leave the ship while in port? Absolutely, yes. And it's called good time management. Yes, we all have、um, time to go ashore. Um, that's the wonderful thing about why many crew members、uh, choose to work on board ship. The maximum most of our crew members work is ten hours a day, and、okay. there's still plenty of time for them to go ashore, enjoy the ports of call, and,、uh, and and really that's one of the main factors for many to be on board is the, is the travel and to actually see the world as well. She is the hotel director aboard the gorgeous Celebrity Solstice from the UK, Sue Richardson. Thank you for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Question for the experts, or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. You can follow Cruise Radio on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Joining me is a very funny man, a comedian on board the ship. Here he's been on BET, Showtime,、uh, Leno, Letterman, Oprah, The Wendy Williams Show, The Eleventh Hour of the Today Show. What, what haven't you been on? <laughs> um, on most of those shows, <laughs> I've been on. I've been on half of those shows. <laughs> Lewis Johnson, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Hey, man,、uh, this is like a phenomenon that、um, I've been hearing about. That's just gone. It started like wildfire. Yeah. I mean, congratulations on that, man. Really, I mean. You normally don't. People don't catch a lightning in a bottle, but you guys seem to have caught something that's really nice because,、um, you know, cruisers are a special bunch. Yeah, <laughs> that that is for sure. Tell us a little about a little bit about yourself and your background.、Um, I、um, was in a contest for a Showtime called the Funniest Person in America contest,、uh-huh. and entered it and I won. They was where they pick. One person from each state. They narrow that down to fifteen people.、Mm-hmm. They narrow that down to three people, and they put you on Showtime for two weeks with a one eight hundred number under your name,、oh. and people dial in and vote for who they thought was the, their funniest person. And I won that contest. And amazingly, little known fact about that contest: the, one of the people that had won it right before me was Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, wow! Yeah, which is a great coincidence because we both love stand-up comedy, and we both have a great love for women. So. <laughs> I love, I love that. She's the. <laughs> 
Is it different performing on a cruise ship as far as audience-wise as performing on land somewhere? Oh, well, first of all, much love to the Jacksonville people. Whenever I've been at the Comedy Zone, hey, how you doing, Fred? Looking forward to coming back. Whenever I've been to the, to the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, I've had a great time. Cool. In fact, the last time I was there, it was myself and Tommy Davidson okay. from uh, In Living Color. Uh-huh. Had a great time there. But it's, it's different working for people that are on land and working with people on the cruise ship. Because when people come to a regular comedy club, like if they were coming to the Comedy Zone or the Comedy Works or an improv comedy club, they're going to expect to hear a certain kind of comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, and and they know it might be a little risque. Uh You know, they they know where it might go. But on a cruise ship, you don't have that option. Unless it's like the ship that I'm on right now. But on most cruise ships, you don't have that option. you got to work. The crowd is 8 to 80. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've had 10 year olds in the front row heckling me, mm-hmm. which just gets me. That really grates at me because I'm not the one that's going to let them slide. Right. Actually, that was one of my next questions is about the hecklers. How do you deal with hecklers out there? Because uh, the other day we were watching your matinee show and there was a guy being all loud in the uh, up in the stands. How do you deal with those folks? Well, see, I normally don't have a lot of hecklers. And it's not because I'm a big guy and I look threatening. Uh-huh. The, the reason I don't have hecklers is because I don't do what a lot of comics do. A lot of comics, if you watch their show, mm-hmm. they preface the joke with the question. They do uh, what they call a rhetorical. Right. Like, so they'll say, have you ever tried this? Or have you ever done this? Or have you ever noticed this? And somebody who's in the audience, they may be drunk or they may just want to get in the show. They're not trying to be malicious. They think you're actually asking them a question. Right. So they'll go, oh, yeah, that tastes like crap. And now you've got to <laughs> deal with this guy when you're just trying to set up a damn joke. Right. <laughs> so most of the times when people heckle, they're not being malicious. Mm-hmm. So you can shut them down real quick. Right. <laughs> you know, but um, I, have a new, I have a new DVD series coming out. Okay. It's called Caught in the Act. All right. And a lot of stuff like that happens. Mm. It's all spontaneous moments. Right. It's not the act. It's, it's just stuff that happened on stage, you know, and I have because I always videotape my shows. And so everything is and I always wear like this a great wireless mic so you can catch myself and the audience. Mm-hmm. So this is when people say stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I have a new thing that I have also called. Um, I have two new things. I have um, uh, Lou TV. OK. Which is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I post like a video blog. And I also have another series called Please Stop Dancing. <laughs> and it's 30 seconds of people dancing. And uh, it's the goofiest stuff you've ever seen in your life. It just, and it's, it's all races, creeds, <laughs> and colors because everybody dances goofily. Or, is that a word, goofily? Sure, t- today it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, Jacksonville, and t- goofily. <laughs> so you can go to my website, uh, comedianlewisjohnson.com, and you can see clips from Lou TV. And I'll also start posting up new clips from Please Stop Dancing. And, and that's also going to be a new website, PleaseStopDancing.com. Very nice. And as far as your D- your DVD series that's coming out, can we find that uh, on your website, yeah. uh, ComedianLewisJohnson.com? Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a page on there. Uh, on my everything's, everything's on my website. Okay, cool. He is the comedian aboard the Celebrity Solstice, Lewis Johnson, a very funny man. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. And don't worry, man. I won't put you on Please Stop Dancing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
I was talking briefly to the staff doctor, Matt, Dr. Margarita Levor, and talking about norovirus. We've, we've mentioned it a lot on the show. Uh, I basically asked her, how do, they, you know, how do they deal with norovirus if a passenger gets diagnosed with it on the sailing? And this is what she had to say. Prevention is the key. You know, first, everybody has to be full aware that the hand washing is the best thing that you can do to prevent any kind of viruses or any kind of, of diseases. So wash your hands as, as frequent as possible. On board, when we have uh, that kind of diagnosis, our main goal is to contend the amount of cases, so it's to avoid that that's going to spread. So if somebody's coming first, we are offering a complimentary service, so it's free of charge. That person has to come to the medical facility. It's not, it's not possible to be around the ship and to get any kind of medication for diarrhea or vomiting. Everybody is addressed to the medical facility. So we are aware of whatever is going on. You know that a gastrointestinal illness means diarrhea and vomiting. So if a person is coming here with both symptoms, our goal is to treat the symptoms, to isolate that person in order to prevent any kind of uh, possible spreading and to give them all the support that we can give them, you know. The people is coming and they are asking always, okay, is food poisoning or is the norovirus or is blah, blah, blah. Usually the norovirus is something very acute and very... Painful. Yes, uh, yes. uh, The cramps are very, very, very annoying. If you suddenly are developing explosive diarrhea and that vomiting, believe me, I am more than 90% sure that that's going to be norovirus. I don't need to go further or I don't need to to make a specific test. And the idea is to avoid the spreading of of that disease. So that's that's it mainly. Hi there, Doug Parker with Cruise Radio. What's your name? John Wagenacht. John, what keeps you coming back to Celebrity? Uh, This is our seventh time on Celebrity. We enjoy the overall experience, the atmosphere, that it's laid back. You can make the cruise experience whatever you want it to be. The most outstanding things are the little things. The service is excellent. The food is excellent. And the little things like the laundry that they do for you and the cleaning they do for you and the little gifts in the room. Uh, You just can't beat it. There's just not a better cruise around. I do like the solstice best. It's certainly up several notches from some of the other cruise lines, but the thing that I notice most, it seems over the years, I guess to keep costs down, cruises have had to, you know, cut corners, and I've noticed on the most recent cruises we've taken, some of the other lines, the food to me just isn't what it used to be many, many years ago. Everybody went on cruises for the food. Now, we started the celebrity, well, the solstice, and I was just, the first thing I said to my husband was, the food is what it used to be in the old days. It's some of the best food I've had on the cruise lines that I've been on. The food, the quality, the people, you just, just the service is so much better. Tell me about the rooms. Uh, actually, on this ship, the bathrooms are the best. Why is that? Because they now are an enclosure instead of this shower curtain that just gave you the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Stuart Shear on the Cruise Guy is back with your hot deals. Anything celebrity related? Now, a listener uh, asked me about, our, you know, asked me if there are any good cruises, longer cruises, maybe you know, a couple weeks, either over Christmas or New Year's. So I, you know, I'm going to give you a deal, Matt, that actually is a 15 night cruise that encompasses both Christmas and New Year's, and that's on celebrities recently revitalized, uh, solstice ship, the uh, Constellation. 
which is doing a 15-night cruise from Fort Lauderdale to San Diego beginning on December 18th. And uh, this, this, this includes the air. The price starts at $1,629. This includes your air to Fort Lauderdale and uh, the return back from San Diego. And if you book by October 31st, you'll also be able to get a $100 shipboard credit. To give you an idea real quick, the itinerary is going from Lauderdale to Cartagena, Puerto Limon, Costa Rica, through the canal, Huatulco, Mexico, Alcapulco, Puerto Vallarta, and Cabo San Lucas, and then into San Diego. So, you know, $1,629 with air is really a phenomenal deal. Cool. Thanks, man. Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy found at CruiseGuy.com, or you can follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy. All right. Doug Parker. Yeah. In the field. On the solstice. Nice work, my friend. Good work. I hate you. Join us again <laughs> next week when we have more exciting interviews and cruise industry commentary with Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And broadcasting aboard the Celebrity Solstice, I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Promotional consideration provided by Roadway Inn & Suites, Fort Lauderdale, Airport Cruise Port, 2440 West State Road 84, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. For park and cruise packages, call 954-792-8181 or go to roadwayinn.com.